0: This program is intended for mature audiences only. Altitude Adjustment may contain language, images, or other content that some may find offensive. Your discretion is advised. Welcome to Altitude Adjustment. Very good. It is 2 p.m. Central Time. Actually, it's 2.01 now. 2.01 Central Time, August the 21st. I'm Leon Davis, and you're listening to Altitude Adjustment. Thank you very much for joining us this afternoon. Uh, Warren's going to join us. Are you ready, Warren? I am here. Okay, very Andrew. good. Uh, Warren had to um, put some some drops in his eyes, and, and so he looked like a, a weird man that's stuff his mascara was running and everything so i oh, i turned wow. off his <laughs> I <don't> mean- <laughs>
1: okay <laughs> all right i'm not gonna even respond to that <laughs> hey
0: well you know you gotta you gotta have fun at this 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 um effort uh it's got to be fun I'm for everybody so. leave
1: that alone
0: <laughs> well you know yeah I mean when when so the idea is is that when we uh, uh, get larger and we have a studio that we're gonna do the whole makeup artist thing, you know the, making sure that everybody looks good on camera and all that kind of stuff, so I'm just getting people prepared for that time when when you will have mascara
1: <laughs> well, look, since you went there. I am uh, handling, uh, I'm a distributor for Pharmacy US, for disclosure, and uh, they have a great product line, which I am using, but mascara is not one of them. <laughs> I use facial cream, eye dot cream, moisturizer, body wash, but no mascara.
0: <laughs> All righty. So, um... In preparing for the show, one of the things that hit me, so there was this, uh, I don't even really want to call it a controversy. Um, so Matt Damon is creating a, um, a movie, or he's you know, part of the effort to create this movie, Stillwater. And the director s- says that the movie was based on, or loosely based on, the Amanda Knox story. And it got me to thinking. And so Amanda Knox in and says, you know, she, she was upset about it. She didn't, you know, she, she didn't think it was right that they create a story about her life and then not talk to her in creating the story. And of course, mm-hmm. you know, my mind started clicking and I'm like, um, can you create a story of someone's life and have never talked to that person. So yeah, we, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Go ahead. <laughs> that would
1: sound like some sort of liable case if they did it without permission. You think?
0: I think I I think I get to tell a version of what if I encountered a story. It's a national story or whatever the case may be. It's in the news. Or it's in the theaters. I get to tell my version of it. Now, what I'm thinking about is like um, Aretha Franklin. There was recently mm-hmm. the Aretha Franklin story, and there was two of them, if I remember right. There was mm-hmm. two created, one by the family, one by someone else. Right. Or am I am I correct?
1: Yeah, I I know there was one that aired a while back, and then there's one that. Uh, what's her name? Jennifer Hudson, is it? Okay. Uh, Yeah. That she
0: portrays Aretha. So, so yeah. So, so I'm, so I'm thinking we've actually kind of had that conversation. And, and I know that, and, and and as, as I looked at it, it, there was a broader issue too. Okay. I can understand the story negatively impacted Amanda Knox's life. It was, she was uh, accused of um, murder, murdering her roommate. She was in jail for a period of time. And if you read these uh, series of events about the whole thing, how it all happened and how it all went down and how the Italian police Mishandled um, evidence and mm-hmm. contaminated evidence, and how it all went down. the The story in itself was bizarre, just just the bizarre. But yeah, I remember a little yeah. bit of yeah. And and I can I can appreciate that she does not want that associated with her. Now Mm -hmm. that she has been, um, you know, uh, released from that. Huh? Vindicated. Vindicated. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and so someone doing the story, again, kind of dredges that back up. Yeah. It kind of, you know, it, it refreshes in people's minds that Amanda Knox was a suspect in a in a murder trial and all of the things that she said and all of the things that she did and you know people believing that she was guilty because uh, she was convicted twice yeah
1: I think I remember that
0: right and then her conviction was overturned on the third time um, and so and so for me there's a there's a lot of things that go that are surrounding this, so you've got the situation where um, she's let's we we can say she's falsely accused because she's been freed up in court, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, um, judged not guilty in court. She was a she was a private citizen. She was a school student. She wasn't a you know celebrity. She wasn't seeking celebrity fame she wasn't uh, sleep you know seeking attention for herself so she's a yeah. private citizen she winds up in court she winds up in the news she winds up being a celebrity at which point so one of the questions I have is at which point do you become a celebrity hmm. at what point do you lose your anonymity and people can use your image for their benefit that's a
1: good question that is a good question what what qualifies you as a celebrity or celebrity status
0: right to where the rules sort of change so so um like a lot of times i'll i'll watch videos and somebody's out in public and they're interviewing somebody and you can see all of the faces behind them, you know, people milling around behind them. All of those faces are blurred out mm-hmm. so that, uh, so that the filmmaker doesn't get a lawsuit so that yeah. somebody can't, uh, say, you know, you're using my image to make money. And, And so that that brought up another question for me. If you're out in public, what do, what rights do you have to your image? So you're walking on a beach. There's a filmmaker taking pictures on the beach. Do you get to uh, have a say in what that filmmaker is doing because your image is in the frame
1: hmm i'm not sure you do
0: i don't know i i don't know for sure and i i didn't Uh, specifically look that up but that is definitely something I wanted to a road I want to understand better because I know a lot of times um, I've seen or at least I've heard where people have done on-the-spot videos and tried to get release forms for the people that are milling around in the back now I know you're gonna get release forms for people in front of the camera that you that you know that you've, you know that's that's a person who you are specifically is a target of your filmmaking or a target of your picture taking, and sometimes releases are used and sometimes releases are not. I I don't I don't know. All, I guess I'm not a because I'm not a, a filmmakers per se. Um, I I haven't gotten into that aspect of. Of, uh, of of law regarding your personal image. But one of the things that has uh, that puzzles me is that if you are out in public, do you have an expectation that if if you wind up in a film or if you wind up on film or you wind up being captured in video? That you have a right to um, any royalties, or that you have to be have a release signed in order for that work to be released, because you're out in public. There's no expectation of privacy. There's no. There should be no expectation that. Um, that people that you can tell people not to take your picture.
1: But does it matter
0: if it's a
1: going to be used for a commercial purpose, like um Hollywood film or maybe
0: on the news? Does it the use of it matter? And and that's and that's another issue that I think all surrounds that. Um, so what is your thought on if it's going to be used for commercial benefit, well, I'm not a legal person at all, but Wait, we're I not going to go with the.
1: I'm sorry, go ahead. I would think that if it's going to be used for a commercial purpose, then uh, you would probably have to uh, give consent for
0: that. <coughs> and here's what I say. And 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 I'm looking at it. If you are out in public. Um, I can take your picture and do what I want to with it. I can draw bunny ears on it. I can change it. I can do whatever I want to with it. I can put it in a commercial. I can put it in a movie. You are out in public. There is no expectation of privacy. There is no. Ex- there is no. Public. Um. You know, there you can't you can't carve out your your face out of public because you don't have to be in public. Or you do know that when you're in public, if you don't want to be filmed, you can cover your head. You can cover you know you can cover whatever you need to cover. Um, okay. What? Then you know how? How then? Um, do you feel that because you've taken my picture, and I and I think you know we've in our society because money has become everything. Hmm. Um, a lot of people think, well, if you've taken my picture, I want some money for it. If you're going to make some money off my image, I want some money for it. And I and I and I get it. I I can't argue with that, but. So we've got celebrities and you got paparazzi and they Mm -hmm. follow these people around, take these pictures, sell the pictures and make money. The celebrities don't get paid for that. They don't make any money off of that necessarily. Mm -hmm. Right?
1: Not to my knowledge. I, I really don't know, but okay. Yeah, I, I don't think they do, you know. So, but there there are some uh, legal issues involved with uh, photographs and things like that being used. Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe it's more a case of uh, written content, what is said about you, you as a person. Because, you know, there have been uh, tabloids that have been sued over articles and things that they've... Uh, said so there are some uh legal situations that uh have to be uh, looked into before you just do or say whatever
0: concerning a, a person so i'm looking up i'm looking up a little bit on um the internet about photography law Says, uh, let me see here. <clears throat> and I, it's lengthy, and I, I expected it would be. It's about the law. It's a,
1: It's <laughs> yeah. That's why they make the big
0: bucks, lawyers. It's a little more detailed than I wanted here. Um, it is legal to photograph or videotape anything and anyone on any public property within reasonable community standards. Photographing or videotaping a tourist attraction, whether publicly or privately owned, is generally considered legal unless explicitly prohibited by a specific law or statute. Okay. There is that no is, law. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Does that just pertain to photography um, and videography? And videography. Okay. There is no law preventing people from taking photographs. Is that what you, that, that was the nature of your question, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, uh, but there's
1: also uh, written content that could be associated with that.
0: Are there separate rules for that? Oh, okay. I don't, I I just looked up. Uh, video video right, and, right. and photography. So I'm not sure. There is no law preventing people from taking photographs in public. If you're taking photographs from private land, you need to have the landowner's permission, which makes sense. No, but taking a photo of a person where they can expect privacy, such as inside their home or garden, is likely to cause a breach of privacy laws, which makes mm-hmm. sense. Sure. So I'm out, and so I, I know you said, um, uh-oh, I lost you. All right. I forget about doing that sometimes. Sometimes when I, uh, well, anyway. Um, and so So she was, she she wanted to have, she thought that she could start the conversation about can you tell someone's story without talking to that person? Mm-hmm. And, and I, it came to my mind that you can tell those stories from your perspective, from what you've learned. You can't, I don't think you can pass it off as the ultimate story, mm-hmm. but I'm, I most certainly think you can tell that story
1: yeah you you can tell the story i think uh if you go too far though uh from the truth then that person the object of the story has a right to uh, uh follow suit uh defamation or liable of some sort of
0: uh case sure. like that sure i get you yeah if 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 you if you're if the, if you make any claims Mm-hmm. Or present any evidence as factual, and right. it is it is later determined that it is not factual. Then yeah, then you've run aground, you've run afoul of, uh, you know, libel and and uh, um, the other laws that you mentioned. Um, yeah. But I just I kind of felt that there's this this thing that if you're taking pictures, so I was in a park once. Um, and I, I had a friend and I were going to the park and I, I'm a photography buff. I take mm-hmm. a lot of pictures. I've, I've taken, I've been a, um, amateur photographer. I've actually done some, some jobs. Um, because at one time I thought, ah, oh, I, I, you know, I love doing this so much. I want to make a little money at it. And then I realized it stops becoming fun when money <laughs> gets involved. So yeah. I stopped charging for it. But I was in the park, we were in the park, and I was taking pictures. And so my friend was standing near a tree and I'm taking pictures. I didn't pay attention to what was in the background. Mm. Because I was using, um, I was using an F-stop that's going to slightly blur the background, and sharpen the subject of the, of the the image. Yeah. So I didn't really pay attention to the background. I mean, you in, in photography, framing is everything. So I understood mm-hmm. what my framing was. I just didn't care about the background because it was insignificant. And I'm taking a picture, and then this guy comes up, taps me on the shoulder. What you taking pictures of? And who are you taking pictures? Let me see those. And I looked at him. What? what are you talking about? There happened to be some children in the background. Ah. And so he uh, addresses me and I'm thinking, what gives you the right to step to me and question me? Mm -hmm. When you can clearly see that the person that I, and, and I understand. You know, some people pretend to put uh, a subject in front of children so that they can take pictures of the children. But I, I didn't know this guy from Adam. He couldn't have possibly ever seen me anyplace. True. You know what I'm saying? So, So anyway. It it So that the idea of, you know, people in public believing that they, they have some claim to anything. <laughs> and, and, and I love children. I would want to protect children as much as anybody. Um, but I don't think we can get crazy about taking pictures with the way things are going nowadays, um, you know, you could almost run afoul of anybody doing anything. So any kind of fun, any kind of enjoyment, can now be ruined by. I got to have a release for this. I've got to have, you know, a witness to that. I've got to have, you know, a permit to do this. Um, and, and, and it's just like, we're creating this weird society. Does that make sense?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, uh, it's the times we're in now that everybody's on edge about everything, you know, uh, the least little thing, you know, somebody's ready to fight, you know, or ready to make a big fuss, so, yeah, you know, what's legal now is, or illegal was not in the past, you know, so society has changed a great bit as technology has advanced and Ideas about certain things, social things, have just seemed to become a little different, you know. So, yeah, we react differently now to to a lot of different things.
0: Yeah, so you, you um, music is your thing. And, I you know, you're out in public, you go to the store, there's, you know, people in the parking lot playing an instrument. Mm-hmm trying to make a little money. They throw a little hat down, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. And you take pictures, you, you take video Mm -hmm. and you're going to upload that video. You know, what, what happens if the guy says to you, Hey, I want, if you, if you're going to post that on your site and make some money, I want some money too.
1: Well, you
0: asking me what how would I react to that situation? You, you know what what is the mindset that goes into you know how do you deal with this person?
1: Well, from personal experience, I have never had anybody react in a way like that. Um, for the most part, any guy out there busking, that's what they call it is truly grateful for what you donate to the cause. They're not worried about what you're going to do with the video, because they got problems much bigger than that. If you're, if you're contributing to their next meal or helping them pay a bill, you know, uh, they're more than happy to do it, and that's what they're there for. They just don't, you know, t- in times like this, it's not a big thing. You know, I need something right now. Can you help me is what a lot of these guys are doing, you know. Mm-hmm. If, if they're <clears> professional <throat> artists on a level where their needs are met they might be a little more concerned about that but the average guy that's just just out there hustling trying to get that next meal his mind's not on what you to do with that video he
0: he's thinking about putting some food in his belly trust me i understand that i'm just thinking you know you, you put that you post that video mm-hmm um, it's in your Facebook feed, it's on your YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. With the way, uh, I'm just picking some, some random set of occurrences here. Well, they're not really random, but they're um, possibilities. Facial re- they, they, they make fac- facial recognition mm-hmm. more readily, easily usable by the average user. So when some party decides to check out what pictures of them exist on the Internet, they go to um, (laughs) findmypicture.com. They run the facial recognition software, and those videos pop up. Okay. You've been running your podcast. You've been making some money out of it. They decide you're using their image to make a buck. So they come to you. Now, I know it's all going to be settled in the court, but should it have to be settled in the court? Should it have to be what now? Should it have to be litigated? Should it have to be settled in court? Should you have to go to court, pay a lawyer to protect your interest because, um, and these are nuisance laws. So this is going back to the nuisance laws deal. Um, and I know we're we're dealing with that, too. But this, this person now wants to squeeze some money out of you.
1: Well, I think the first question is, how much money is the person making off the videos? And I think you and I know that uh, the average person posting videos isn't getting rich, making a whole lot of money. Yeah, but there are Not some people posting. that are. What if you wind up being one of those people that's getting rich from it? Well then, uh if that person's lawyer smells money, which what lawyers look for, they're going to find a way to go after it. That's okay. the way the system works. If there is some real money involved, then a lawyer may come after you. Otherwise, he probably doesn't have a case, you know. If there's no money involved, lawyers are going to say this ain't this is nothing. I can't help you. Hmm.
0: That's interesting. I just I'm, you know, as uh as a photographer, as am my taking pictures, I'm always concerned that, you know, my hobby, my interest, my love can turn out to be uh, you know, hanging around my neck because someone um, maybe they, they run up on hard times. Or maybe mm-hmm. they just become vindictive. You know, you're. You, I, I'm going to take those uh, some of those pictures. I'm going to share them. Some of them, I may even sell some. You know, there's there's a big market for stock photos. Well, I didn't say big market, but there's several mm-hmm. stock photo sites out there, and the rates that they charge are ins- absolutely insane. But <laughs> that's free market, right? If, if yeah. they can get people to pay it, then then that's what they're going to do. But Maybe I'll start a, a stock market site. Yeah. You know. if you think you can make a buck, I go for it. <laughs> yeah, well, all about you the know, money,
1: huh? <laughs> it's all about the money, man. If people, in these days and times with this pandemic and everything, folks are looking for a way to make some extra cash. That's true too. Things they probably
0: wouldn't have done a couple years ago. And, I, and, and it's interesting that you brought that up. That would be my next topic. <laughs> okay.
1: Uh,
0: have you heard that OnlyFans is closing down?
1: I, that name popped up somewhere, but tell me what it is, first of all. because OnlyFans
0: is a website that allows people to um, sign up people as OnlyFans, and then they create content. Mm-hmm. And the people pay them for their content.
1: Okay, so who who gets paid for the content? So the what happens? Put- so
0: what happens is is you go out, you create an OnlyFans account, okay. you put some content up on there, and then you you go out and you get fans, and then ah. they charge them on a monthly basis to uh-huh. access that content, and then. Um, the, the the website onlyfans.com gets a cut twenty percent they said, mm-hmm. and then the rest of it goes to you as the content creator.
1: So the people that sign up on the or people that watch the uh, content or whatever, they're actually putting up the money. Is right. that how it works? They're
0: paying. They're paying to watch, to view the content.
1: Right. Okay. Hmm. So they're shutting down. You say. Oh, did I say shut
0: down? I was they're changing. Oh, they're changing. Yes. They're no longer allowing adult content. Oh, they had adult content. <laughs> well that's how they I made that's how they I can imagine people coming. were paying for that. <laughs> that's, that's how that's how people were making their living. They're they're they were uh, so it's it started out so one of the founders, I guess, or the guy eventually took it over, um, was from the porn industry. Um, and then uh, most of the people in the early days of this website were sharing adult content. Mm-hmm. So now pay? they're getting pressure from the credit card companies and banks and uh, uh, other entities, to get rid of the adult content now. <laughs> a lot of those adult content creators are going to be out in the street now because they don't have any place, to, any way to make, you know, they, they don't have that site there to make money off of, to help them mm-hmm. make money. And of course, it's a, it's a news article that's in uh, Post. It's a Having to post article, and they shared a few of the stories of, you know, people who. Uh, so one woman had was she was divorced. Um, her husband got a reduced because of COVID. Got a reduced child support mm-hmm. payments, so she's not making much money. She's already working a full-time job. She's not be able to make ends meet. So she creates her fans only site, takes her nude pictures. And now she's, she had gotten to the point where she was going to be able to buy a house. She was looking to buy a house. That's kind of money she was making.
1: Oh, Um, Well, see, he probably being a good guy he probably said, "Damn, you know, I, I I hate she's not getting as much money as she needs." So she, he got on the phone. He called up his boys and said, "Look, man, Keisha need a little help, man. You're not go gonna on go the phones only and throw out some cash, man. Help out."
0: <laughs> his his ex, is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah, help my ex out, man. Get on there, and help the kids. <laughs>
0: All right, I have no idea. I'm not even gonna touch that one. <laughs> but she did you know she was making money and and um so did there are several issues there with, huh
1: did they give you any any idea of the figures
0: um as far as the company goes i think it was um 1 billion in 2021 1 billion 2020 and they were anticipating a, what, a billion? Are you did the you site was billion? making a billion dollars annually? Annually. And and they expected to go to three billion dollars <laughs> in twenty twenty two. Boy, they burst somebody's bubble when they stopped that. Well, so the, there are a lot of you know, of course the story goes on and it talks about how these people, you know, m- most of them, that's their primary, that's their only source of income. Their primary or only source of income yeah I, I I get it. And so so I thought it was interesting that that the credit card companies are looking down on the um, adult entertainment people. So it was the actual credit card companies. So one article I, I read a couple of articles. One of them said that that the the credit card companies were putting, because of the COVID stuff, because you know that they were they were putting pressure on companies like uh, Pornhub and the porn sites about not, you know, to to cut back or change their business model because they didn't want to finance that anymore. They, they figured it was, it had some kind of um, short-term detriment to the the companies that financed that kind of stuff. And then when I mean finance is that, you know, the payment, you know, h- however you, you, you take your payments like credit card companies or mm-hmm. um, what other I, I, some banks, I think, work directly with them. I don't know if it's all just credit card companies. Um, but, but they feel like um, that it's too risky to continue to support um, adult entertainment. So what I'm thinking
1: is we all know banks love money. But what I'm seeing as a potential problem is that, you know, porn can be addictive. So you might have had some people out there that were got hooked on this stuff and that were just overdrawing their accounts and not eat to the point where they could even pay their bills. And then the bank would end up having to write stuff off or, or taking a loss. You know, I'm kind of looking at it like that. Sure. Uh, because who who actually knows what credit card if i'm on the uh fans only and i'm i'm throwing out my money uh people watching don't know uh who's financing it who really knows who what banks are financing that that's not right red right out there uh in in public you know i guess if you researched it enough you get get a hint but i think the only thing that would make the bank stop is is if it was affecting their bottom line somehow hmm. you know because i don't think the image there's a public Im- image of it associated with them i think people might just be getting to the point where they're maxing out the credit cards can't pay the bills, stuff like that because porn is addictive that's what i'm thinking could be a
0: problem hmm. I, I guess that's I guess that's that that's a possibility. I I didn't. Hmm. If you go to the strip club
1: mm-hmm. and use your credit card religiously, balling like a mother, spending big bucks, and you pay your bill, does American Express really care? <laughs> as long as you're paying that bill. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Probably not. Yeah. Uh, but they I mean, may. What? They may. You know, they're a family yeah. company, aren't they?
1: Yeah, but but strip, for the most part, strip clubs are legitimate businesses, right?
0: I don't think it's about the legitimacy of it because um, uh, fans only, uh, you know, adult entertainment is fa- is, is legitimate business. Sure. So a person that's decides right. to take nude pictures and sell them. That's a legitimate business practice right. business effort. So, so I don't know if the le- the legitimacy of the business is the issue. Um, mm-hmm. I do find it interesting that, you know, for so long, everybody, every company was trying to get find a way to get their hand in the, the adult entertainment pot because it was huge. Um, there, you know, Everybody wanted a piece of that action. You know, mm-hmm. venture capital companies, whatever. And then now there's a move towards, or at least in this instance, there's a move towards pushing somebody away from that. But the change, so there's a couple of ways I think to look at it is there's an there's a there's first off, there's the real economic impact to the people who are currently surviving in that, off that business. So so the people who, pro, who produce uh, adult entertainment, mm-hmm. um, who are making their money, like I mentioned the, the young lady or the, the lady who mm-hmm. uh, sold her nude pictures. Mm-hmm. So, so there's that impact to her. Um, and people like her then you mean there's when an impact to the broader, business. huh? When the business is no longer funding her operation. Well, they're no longer providing a place for her to, right. to fund, to, to present her, her product and sell right. it. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so because only fans goes away, doesn't mean she can't create a personal website. I get it. So she she can do that. Um, so it, it's not like fans only is the only outlet for that. It's just not, to me the the story was we have you know we have some businesses putting other businesses out of business mm-hmm. for their business. You understand what I'm saying? Right, right. So, so I'm going to put these people out of business to make my business better. So, are are you talking about the competition? No, not not competition. There's a difference between competition and using your um, impact, your influence, your your business product. So, like, I'm a bank, and. I don't lend to people in this particular area over here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, don't, I don't provide business loans to that area. I provide business loans, but I'm not gonna provide business loans to this area over here. Right. So we've, we've seen those practices in play. And so we know that we know how that turns out, or at least we, so, huh? So basically,
1: are you saying it seems like that the business, you know, the, uh, the videos, what, what these people are doing, uh, they're being blackballed. Somebody's saying, we're not going to allow you to do this because we're not going to let that money, uh, come through these financial institutions.
0: Right, right. Right. So, so, so we let big market players determine the viability of little market players. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Absolutely. Do you, do you see other institutions popping up that would be willing to uh, allow those funds to uh, pass through that way.
0: Well, okay. So I, I, to answer your question directly, I don't know if there are new... Whether, so PayPal, Cash App, there's, there's a bunch right. of applications that uh-huh. are cropping up to allow people to exchange money. Yeah. So I get that. All right. Exactly. Um, So there may be a change just in the, in the functioning of that market. Mm -hmm. But I guess I kind of wanted to look at. So one of the issues that we've talked about uh, a couple of times is the, you know, the whole concept of, um, Fairness and competitiveness. Mm-hmm. And if we have people that are um, so big that they dominate a market. So, Windows. Windows dominated the desktop market.
1: Yeah, good old Windows.
0: So Windows decided that they were going to go to a um, software as a service um, model, business model. Okay. Because they have such a large, because they they dominate the, the desktop market so much, it impacted just millions of people, businesses, everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because they because they they practice anti competitive practices, they tend to retain their dominance in the market. And I'm not saying right. that's the only. I'm you know some of their products are great, mm-hmm. um, and some of them you know aren't aren't that great. But they've they've retained their dominance in the market. When we have those kinds of big players, they then help determine how things go for everybody. So we've got these these lenders that are making up a dominant part of the financial market. And Um, um, point-of-sale, point-of-sale transactions. Mm -hmm. And in this particular instance, they're pushing for something that negatively impacts thousands of other small business owners. If they weren't that so large, if they weren't so large, then their impact would not be felt as much. That's true. Then they couldn't hurt all of those small business owners.
1: Yeah, well, what they need is a um, what they call a a subprime market to uh, finance uh, that operation. It it would complicate things because uh, user on the user end they'd be paying more. It'd be more difficult because they're not borrowing. Uh, Well, when you borrow indirectly like that. direct cash instead of direct payment then it's going to be a lot more expensive interest and everything gets more complicated so that that would be kind of hard you know Mm -hmm. borrow make a ten thousand dollar uh credit card loan and put it on cash app you're going to pay a lot more paying that loan back
0: (laughs) yeah i just i guess i'm just um so that that's a different whole different financial segment than, than I was like really yeah, I getting know. into. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. That's, that's, just, uh, we're, we're talking about the implications and the,
1: uh, the effect that, that it has. And of, I'm of talking the, about how to, how to work around it.
0: It's yeah, whole story. Yeah, I, I guess, you know, I mean, somebody, someone else can start another fans only type site for this. Yeah. Um, but, but they're going to encounter the same problem because those point-of-sale transaction vendors mm-hmm. have already made clear that they're um, uncomfortable staying in that in that space in that business space mm-hmm. and so with that being the case it's quite possible that um, that those businesses may never be able to recover. That's possible. Yeah. You know, and it's so, well and so, the the thing is, 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 you know, where does, where does, in the free market system, where does, you know, money come from? to fund those businesses, to fund businesses, to fund new startups, to fund um, you know small operations, to turn them into uh, larger operations. And what is the benefit of having these large operations that can dictate to smaller operations how to perform in the market, to have a direct impact on their ability to be viable as a business Mm
1: -hmm. yeah you know money rules and the person with the money control has all the control pretty much so if the banks backed out don't want to loan the money lend the money for the (laughs) operations then it's a big cash flow problem right how
0: are the people going to get get the money in there you know right and then and then when 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 the big banks were in danger of falling off the face of the earth yeah they turned to the federal government and got bailed uh, out yeah we have a lot of small businesses that may not be able to t- to get federal funding
1: Mm-hmm.
0: For their survival, to make that transition in their business, because they're small. Yeah. So so. So I'm having some some thoughts about you know. When when we allow businesses, and I say allow. Because, we as consumers also have a responsibility. When we go spend our dollars someplace to realize how that company is helping other small businesses. So if they're if they're not playing fair in the marketplace, if they're killing um, small businesses for their own benefit, mm-hmm. is it smart for us to continue to support them? Exactly. Huh?
1: It's exactly. I agree. And and that is why for the last mm, several years now We've had uh, most of our uh, funds, our money in credit unions versus banks because credit unions uh, consider their clients as members instead of customers or, you know, you're part of a family. Like, you know, they, sure. they really try to focus on your needs and not just take all your money. And so I, I, I'm a lot more comfortable with that, you know. Uh, I've, I've, I haven't effed with Bank of America for decades, and I never will go fool with them after what I know about them. You know, Wells Fargo, I don't even use their credit card anymore. I'm paying off a loan I got with them, which is a whole other story. But, you know, I, I I see things a little differently when it comes to money now that I know how the difference between the way these big guys operate and, and, and somebody focused on helping the little guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I, I don't know, I guess, you know, my, my, our society, we've accepted the idea of private ownership of a business. And Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so the question then becomes, how do we protect private ownership? the larger companies get the less private ownership there is because they gobble up all of the little businesses or they in this, in the case of what's happening here with uh, fans only is they use their influence um, for their own benefit at the detriment of others, of other Mm -hmm. businesses. And, and so I think that it would be, important move forward that we find some way to um, protect small businesses from other businesses. Mm. So so the idea that the customer, the customer comes in and buys your goods. If you don't have any customers, if the customers decide they don't want your goods, then you go out of business. And, and that's, is... that makes sense and that's reasonable but to be put out of business by another business mm. to me seems problematic and i'm just trying to examine how how do we protect businesses from businesses yeah yeah and part of the problem
1: there is you know big businesses have all the money and who's constantly feeding our politicians wallets to people that we expect to protect us sure. it's the big mm-hmm. businesses mm-hmm. They, they have the politicians practically in their pocket you know these lobbyists and stuff big money so the little guy is kind of like down there at the bottom talking. I, I need a little help can you help me and their ear is up there with the big guy, who's uh, pulling strings for them, you know, because mm-hmm. they they're getting the money under the table or mm-hmm. right up out in front, you know. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: yeah. So. Yeah. So so how do we level that playing field? Is I guess, is the what's coming out of that, is mm-hmm. how do we make sure that we're protecting all the businesses and not just the ones with the most money. Exactly. And and I guess in a way that's what I'm saying, is how do we protect all right. of those businesses? How do we make sure that, that all of those businesses get a fair chance to survive and that you can't, as a, you know, after you grow to a certain size and you have a certain level of market influence, you can't then shift the rules for your benefit At the detriment of other businesses, of course, and and I think that that's that's going forward something I think we should really consider and work towards. I. I,
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we've talked about this scenario before too. You know, uh, we've looked at Walmart's, you know, coming in and Mm -hmm. how Mm -hmm. the detriment to small businesses, Mm -hmm. but. Every time Walmart comes in with these proposals, you know, they're, they got so much money they're putting on the table. And no matter how loud the little guys cry and holler, you know, that big money just seems to win mm-hmm. <laughs> most of the time. You mm-hmm. know, even though they know the effect for mm-hmm. the small guy, is going to be harmful.
0: Mm-hmm. They, they just money wins. That's a very good example. Very good example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Walmart comes in, they get tax breaks for coming in. Yeah. Yep. So they get tax breaks. So they get the they get from the people who are small business owners in that area, they they they're taking that tax money, giving it to Walmart to put those people out of business. Yep. So they're paying to put themselves out of business. Mm -hmm. It's a shame. Right. And so, and so we do need to, as a country, um, reestablish, you know, do we support small business? Yeah. Do we just support big business?
1: Yeah. I mean, right now, Walmart's in the news lately for not even, uh, taking care of their employees, which has been the case all along. But, you know, now they want to shut down the the cashier lanes and have everything self-checkout, you know. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It's, it's
0: getting worse and worse. Not only did they kill the jobs that was there, they're going to kill the jobs that they originally created to kill the jobs that was there. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, oh, man, this just gets better by the moment, doesn't it? Oh, it never fails. Oh man, yeah. that's just insane. I had then about
1: all that. of the if you notice in, on top of all of that, if you want to see a good
0: circus, just go online and watch some Walmart videos. Oh, well, that's that's another world altogether. <laughs> that's, that's another that's another world altogether. <laughs> I, I just I just had to mention it though, man. I some understand. Stuff, I understand.
1: Some of the stuff I seen from the
0: yeah, wa- it, the word Walmart creates uh, images in your mind, and yep. everybody's seen some of those videos. But I, I didn't want to go there. I wanted to stick with the financial aspects of it. I, I know, I know. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't help it. I, nothing wrong with it, brother. Nothing wrong with it. <laughs> but anyway, it's probably not even worth doing an
1: uh, episode on Walmart.
0: <laughs> no, you know me.
1: Nah, nah. nah.
0: I mean, not not unless it's, we're gonna we're gonna stick to the financial side right. of it and <laughs> that, the that would be hard. economic <laughs> impact. Right. Um, I mean, you know. Right, I know. Yeah. So, but anyway, brother, uh, you got anything? I think we can go ahead and wrap it up.
1: Oh man, nah, that's 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 it, man. I think uh, I would like to talk about uh, some democracy ish next time.
0: They they have some pretty good topics that are around and get yeah you want to tell on. a little bit about because we talked about it you want to tell a little bit about what what you um...
1: yeah yeah well one of the latest episodes uh toure and danielle such a lively crew i mean they they put it down uh they were the topic was whites becoming the minority not in 2050 but sooner maybe to 2035 or so and uh how they're that being part of why they're acting a fool right now, okay. you know, politically, uh, socially. They they highlight a lot of things like the fact that even though they have a solid percentage, all of the minorities are broken up into all these subgroups, and even the Latinos or the Spanish-speaking people, there's so many groups of them, and a lot of them consider themselves white now. hmm sure. I mean, even people, when you look at the history of America, Jews weren't always white, Italians weren't always white, Irish weren't always white. They were discriminated against as subgroups. But now, they're all white. They're lumped into the white
0: population. That's interesting. Well- I understand that. I mean, um, you're gonna go with the power. So, um, <laughs> if 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 Haitians were the dominant black group, then we'd call ourselves Haitians. So, you know, I I, I get it. I get that. Okay, okay. I feel you on that one. Yeah, I, I get I, that. Uh, you know, I mean,
1: all righty, But well, speaking of Haitians. You, you know that's a whole nother story, but you know why the Haitians are are, are down at the bottom and never
0: get any love from anybody now. Mm, share it with me, and then we'll go from, we'll go. They home. they Come are the
1: only uh, they are one of the only groups of of uh, black people that were colonized and kicked the white man straight up out of there, uh, and they defeated them handily, but ever since then they've been going downhill because they're not
0: getting any love or any help, you know? All (laughs) righty. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to call it for today and we'll be back next Thursday. Nope. Next Friday. So I thank everybody for joining us and we'll see you then. That concludes this episode of altitude adjustment. And thank you for listening. This podcast is streamed live on YouTube and twitch.tv and is designed for listener interaction. The lionsdenstl.wixsite.com forward slash home to join the discussion. The audio version of Altitude Adjustment is available where you get your podcasts, including stitcher.com, the iTunes store, and the Google Play Music Store, to name a few. Remember that the internet is powered by your likes, shares, and comments. So please like, share, and comment on this and other episodes of Altitude Adjustment because it matters. And as always, look out for the other guy because they may not be looking out for you.